1: From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello, hello, it is the 14th of March, and this is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, and startups. I'm Nadine Blaney, and I'm here with uh, David Scott.
2: Pleasure to be here, as always.
1: Um, wow, that market today, pretty resilient. I think that's a word we've used quite a bit now in relation to the Australian market. The XJO finishing the session up 1.2% to $7,149. That is despite crude prices retreating, despite a sell-off in the energy or in the material space, I, I should say. Uh, so all in all, thank you, banks. Thank you, healthcare.
2: Yeah. It's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? The other news flow over the weekend certainly wasn't uh, conducive for risk-taking, you would have thought. Uh, but we did have several public holidays around the country today so whether that's had an impact on volumes Mm. uh, yet to be determined Uh, but it's interesting maybe you mentioned the commodity side of the the equation maybe there's some relief that uh, the pressure's coming through on uh, those non-commodity producers might be a little bit less severe should the uh, this reversal continue. And maybe that explains some of the resilience we saw today. There was, of course, the uh, obligatory uh, Hope Springs Eternal headline about um, potential progress being made in peace negotiations uh, in the Ukraine between uh, themselves and Russia. But uh, as we've seen, On many times over this conflict that uh, doesn't necessarily go and play out in reality.
1: Look, we hope so. You know, we hope uh, for all the people of Ukraine and Russia as well. Um, But yeah, I think it's still a headline-driven market. I think anything can still happen through the overnight period on that front. And so we will see. We'll see. There's not a lot of um, really sort of top-tier data in Europe or the United States tonight. Which gets me thinking about China more and more and more. We get the data deluge, data dump, whatever you'd like to call it tomorrow. So retail sales, industrial production, um, and the rest of it. A- and we've got COVID raging in some parts of China as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, the. Credits and aggregate financing data that came out over the weekend or on Friday night, our time, uh, certainly was pretty soft. And it makes you wonder how long you, know, you can go and cut you know, and, and ease and do everything else to the cows come home. But unless you're going to go and give the largest cohort in the Chinese economy the opportunity to go and unleash that potential, which is i.e. the uh, household sector, it's uh, you know, going to be a very difficult task to go and achieve that 5.5% uh, economic growth target that the, uh, the government has put in place. Yeah, lockdowns aren't going to achieve that.
1: No, and I think you wrote about that in the COB newsletter today as well. If you don't subscribe to the COB, you can do so very easily via our website or the app. Uh, Elsewhere, though, uh, Elders put out a great trading update. It was up by 11% today. Now, whether or not uh, that will continue, look, uh, we had a chat with Julia Lee from um, Bell Direct talking about some of those other players in the space that are also doing very well. New Farm and SciTech Pivot and the rest – She's saying, look, it's a hold. Um, Pretty tough to buy elders when it's at 12-year highs, given that it is still cyclical. It's in a sweet spot as we speak.
2: Yeah, Uh, I can see why some people, despite the uh, the, the under-promising and and over-delivering, uh, still a little bit uh, cautious when it comes to its valuation, no longer term. But uh, yeah, a great trading update uh, and yeah, really reflective of what we're seeing when it comes to La Nina weather conditions here across Australia and the associated impact. Uh, I was speaking with Link Winchester from uh, Mirror Weather Capital today. He went and made the point, though, whilst we've got fantastic growing conditions in many parts of the country, things like the floods and everything else is going to go and have its impact on those smaller cap names, in particular on the eastern seaboard. So keep a close eye out for, uh, for companies. With exposure, he said, particularly when it comes to logistics, uh, they could be severely impacted by what's been going on.
1: All right. Now that you mention it, you can actually watch that episode or listen to that episode of the small caps via the show notes, and also Elders was a pick today on the call. Recession-proof picks. This was in answer to a viewer question that came in over the weekend, and uh, always up for a challenge. Nathan Samasundram from Deep Data Analytics and Gaurav Sodi from the Intelligent Investor. Um, Look, Gaurav reluctantly gave a stock pick that is pretty recession proof. Take a listen.
0: The concept of investing is putting capital at risk for a return in the future. Risk is embedded in the entire enterprise and maybe there's a recession coming, maybe there's not. I, I think the ambiguity of the viewer is really important and intelligent. Um, because we don't know what the future brings. But I think if you're going to try and react to every market turn, you're going to have a very difficult life as an investor psych- psychologically. And you're going to have, I don't think, a very successful life as an investor financially. But I will mention bullies. I think this is probably the safest business we have on the ASX. And I don't think it's crazily priced at the moment. So if you really have a low risk profile, okay. you want normal returns from yeah. the market, then Woolies is, is, a, is a sensible bet at the moment. So if you're looking for something that's leveraged to inflation mm-hmm. and defensive in a recession, mm-hmm. you look at the guys who are helping the farmers. Elders, new farm, Instake pivot. Now, mm-hmm. Elders, five, six years ago, it was a basket case. Mm-hmm. Now it's a much better business. Mm-hmm. It's in the right cycle. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a peace deal in Ukraine and Russia, it's still going to have effects on the supply side on food for years to come. This is a supply side issue. That was always a problem. The war just made it worse. So in this context, I think, you know, mm-hmm. the number of countries, emerging markets are now actually banning exporting of grain products because they're worried about feeding their own people. This is only going to make it worse.
1: So there you have it. A couple of picks from Nathan and Gorav. That full episode of The Call is available to you via podcast or online osbiz.com.au. um while i'm doing a little promos scutty we are running a a subscriber survey so the intention is primarily just to yeah get better at what we do find out more of what you want it only takes a few minutes it would be really great if you could do that for us and um i thank you in advance and you can access that again it's just a a banner on the website that you can go to and it, i don't know like maybe five six minutes tops
2: Help us improve ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we're into it. Continual improvement. Uh, well, Capvest is acquiring Virtus Health, um, so that has been settled. Magellan has been hit with five billion in outflows over just a two, yeah, just over a two-week period. So that's pretty big. And other than that, in terms of winners, we did see Resolute looking pretty good. Jumbo Interactive, that you pretty recession-proof in in that area of the market, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's uh. It's still a growth prospect at this point, but uh, I would say that uh, any of the lottery businesses are uh, pretty recession-proof. You can always find cash, apparently, to go and uh, be carry the potential to be rich down the line.
1: Some of the losers today, uh, well, Magellan, has f- aforementioned, uh, Reliance Worldwide, Kogan, not doing very well, and Fortescue Metals also was down by 1.6%. It actually had its price target lifted 2% to $20 a share by Macquarie. Uh, with Macquarie saying that miners will outperform over the next three years. Uh, Look, Scuddy, it's really not a headline-making night tonight in terms of economic data. It gets more interesting tomorrow with China, and then we get to FOMC and Aussie jobs. It'll it'll be a big week.
2: Yeah, we saw the uh, the Canadian unemployment report on Friday evening just blockbuster smashed expectations and i just wonder whether the same thing might be installed here in australia and the potential maybe we'll go and see a three-hander when it comes to our unemployment rates uh, who knows but uh, throughout this uh this this pandemic period when the economy is being functioning or being allowed to function more normally, we've seen that uh, the labor market data has almost unilaterally outperformed expectations. So I'm, uh, I'm intrigued to see how we bounce back from you know, the other of that Omicron outbreak, at least to the you know, the latest iteration that's, uh, that's come and gone. Uh, when that comes to Thursday, of course, the fed as well, Thursday morning, a bit earlier than what I normally would have seen over recent months. Yeah. 5am in the morning. Mm. I reckon we'll see it by the Time room. Time change in the yeah, US. Um, so I we it, yeah. By the room and sell the facts. So, uh, Markets just, I think they've got far too ahead of themselves when it comes to pricing and rate hikes. The amount of hikes that are pricing in, to me, is going to go and tip the US and global economy into recession at a tricky time. So we'll see what the Fed says. Obviously, everyone will be keeping a close eye on those darn dot plots.
1: Dot plots will factor heavily. Uh, so, look, um, we will leave it there. We'll have another Blockbuster Day for you tomorrow. We've got some analysis coming on that China data drop when it happens. Um, plenty of stock-specific news as well out, as always. And we've got some great guests on tomorrow. We'll kick it off in the morning with Ed Moya from Owenda. He wraps the session for us. We've got Greg Smith from Devon Funds, who will be joining us to get us across what's happening in New Zealand As the market uh, gets up and running in Asia, Dr. Joseph Lai from Ox Capital is on the Global View. That'll be good.
2: Yeah, we've had a conversation already.
1: And on the call, we've got Mark Moreland from Team Invest and Andrew Whiteland from DP Wealth Advisory. So no doubt I'll be talking a bit about ETFs and a bit about wealth winners as well. Let's leave it there. The day is long. Uh, We're looking forward to to chatting with everyone on the channel tomorrow and also hopefully uh, having you all out there come along for the ride.
2: Everyone's a winner here at Osbiz.
1: <laughs> Have a good night, Scotty. You too. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?